0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Michael Martin has admitted the government was taken a bit by surprise about the current challenges to the energy supply and conceded that people would perhaps have expected an earlier warning system. The government has launched a review into the energy supply concerns that have definitely accelerated in recent months. So, has this been handed correctly by the government? What needs to be done uh, going forward? Uh, we're joined by the adjunct professor in economics at Trinity College, Dublin, uh, John Fitzgerald. John, were you surprised to hear Micheál Martin say that they, that they were surprised?
1: Um, no, <coughs> this shouldn't have happened. Um, and it is not uh, the government's responsibility really. Um, there is an independent regulator uh, um, north and south and it is their responsibility to see that supply is provided. Um, and remember it is a north-south system. It's an all island system. And the two regulators have got to agree. So uh, I, I am surprised things have reached this stage. They should not have reached this stage, um, and it is a failure by the joint regulators.
0: failure by joint regulators. Does Airtricity have to take some of the? Sorry, not Airtricity. Airgrid uh, have to take some of the responsibility as well.
1: Um, they aren't. They don't have respons- overall responsibility for the system. No, this is this is a this is the reg the regulators are responsible.
0: Okay. There will be some that, say, that says, on, like, we've, we've had guests on the show uh, arguing this, that successive governments have taken their eye off the ball at this, that they should have looked at other ways, for example, of storing uh, energy. The, the empty, consailed gas field was mentioned this summer that gas could have been stored. Uh, the idea of uh, liquefied natural gas as well and storage of that, that we've, we've ignored these options and successive governments have failed to make decisions on those uh, options. Is there, is there truth to that?
1: Well, there are two two aspects to the energy problem. One, there's the gas shortage, gas price rise in Europe. And that's one aspect. And the liquefied natural gas and so on comes in there. There's the other aspect that we don't have enough generating capacity. And that is uh, more an Irish uh, issue and an Irish problem. And basically, they didn't forecast um, the demand correctly. The IDA continued to sell data centers when they should have seen there was a problem, so that over set, it raising demand in the future when the capacity isn't there. And then there, was, there are changes made in the market um, in how you ensure that there is capacity there when you need it. And those changes have made it more difficult, um, I think, um, to maintain capacity and to ensure new capacity comes on stream. So I think that's where where the medium term issues is, that they need to look at the market for the future the market structure but uh, the government can't unilaterally make changes here the regulator in the republic can't make re- unilaterally make changes in the market it is a joint all island operation and some of the changes that were made were because Northern Ireland the Northern Ireland regulator felt it was too expensive to pay money to have Generators that weren't being used, where in the Republic where things are growing, um, we would be prepared to pay that bit extra. So it is one of the compromises you get on an all island system. And uh, the government cannot, uh, uh, bre- well, they could break up the island, but given the protocol row, I don't see the Irish government wanting to interfere, interfere in the market.
0: Okay, interesting like is it fair I mean uh, maybe I'm being too tabloid in this assessment but was the regulator was it asleep at the wheel or was it just the structures involved of the all iron regulator make things difficult
1: Um, uh, the the regulator I think is at fault both in terms of the forecasts and in terms of they jointly agreed the current market structure which um, basically goes to auctions and their problems with the way with auctions and the way they were held Um, compared to the previous system. So I think the regulator has made mistakes.
0: Okay, where do we go from here?
1: In the short run, um, you scrabble around and try and get some emergency generation for the winter. Given what's happening in the rest of Europe, where, for other reasons, there are major concerns that their gas fire generators will not be able to work because of shortage of gas. Um, Emergency generators are probably scarce on the ground. So that's difficult. The alternative is to um, make sure we reduce demand when we need to during the winter. Basically, when the wind doesn't blow, we need to consume less electricity. Um, yeah, I think
0: and, ESB Network's proposing a nationwide domestic behavioural demand response, basically saying, now would be a good time to wash the dishes, now isn't a good time to put on the washing machine or whatever.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think they've got to think of this in terms of behaviour um, uh, rather than just in terms of prices. Like, they, 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 with the SRI, they did a very big study uh, five, seven years ago on smart meters, which showed that even if you're charged an awful lot more at some times of the day to use electricity, unless there was a meter in your kitchen or a red light in your kitchen, it didn't have that much effect. So you've got to think: How do you tell us, the people of Ireland, turn down? So for what one example would be after the nine o'clock news, after the weather on RTE or uh, news on News Talk, after the weather, to tell everybody actually tonight is a night where you can do your, run the washing machine or run the dishwasher or uh, 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and other nights say, actually, could you delay your washing till tomorrow? Because the wind isn't blowing like uh, 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 that kind of message would be so unusual. It might, people might actually, um, respond yeah. to it. Okay. But if you, if, if you know that in your bill in two months time, uh, if you, uh, do the washing tonight, uh, it'll be more expensive. Um, you're unlikely to respond in the same way. That's the evidence. Okay. So uh, how you communicate the message will be uh, important.
0: Okay, John, just before you go, uh, interesting call from ISMI um, who don't normally call for tax increases, but they're saying that there uh, should be a windfall tax on energy uh, firms uh, required because small firms are facing an emergency and will require significant amounts from the government beyond its budget next month. And they're saying they're generating huge profits. Uh, You could argue it's virtual war profiteering and that there should be a windfall tax. Do you agree?
1: Um, I wouldn't rule it out, but I don't think it is. Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm not in favor of it at this stage. Like, the ES, if the ESB makes large profits, the dividends come to the government. So the government can use that money. So uh, it is private sector companies. They're likely to be certain wind generators who make a lot more money than expected. And um, uh, it, the problem is, if you make sudden changes and you want people to invest a load of money over the coming decade to... Produce more wind; it might discourage them. So okay. I'm—I I would prefer not to have to do so, but it is an option.
0: Okay, we'll leave it there. John Fitzgerald, adjunct professor in economics at Trinity College Dublin. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.